0: Year. I'm LJ. What's cracking, y'all? to Stevie Nicks. And we're Nick fans.
1: And welcome, welcome to, to Nicks Anonymous.
0: Anonymous. Myself, and I think we see Willis coming out. Fast break to Walt Frazier. Frazier then slows it down and picked up by Jerry
1: West at the top of the post-3. Yeah!
0: Here's David Stern with the announcement. select Patrick Ewing. But I'm looking
1: for 50, and he's got it. Come <laughs> City for three. Bang! That one goes down, and the game is tied. Houston ducks under. Got it! With eight hands left. Lynn puts it up. Bang! Jeremy Lynn from downtown. Johnson cuts left. Now fires a point. It is good, and he's fouled. It counts! and he is fouled. Barrett right, drives down, and this time finishes with. Yeah, what is going on, New
0: York? Welcome back to another episode of...
1: Nick's Anonymous, baby. Episode number 80.
0: Episode number 80. And the title of this episode, you may ask. I'm going to spoil it right away. Lucky number 7. You want to know why? Because Knicks are currently on a 7-game winning streak, baby. Yo, clap it up, Stevie. Clap it up. That's what I'm talking about. Give him a small clap. Yeah. Knicks, Knicks have been playing some good-ass ball, and we in a great-ass mood. But as always, shout-out to the Knicks Anonymous family because we are the people's voice. And what, Stevie?
1: We ain't nothing without the people, my guy. The beautiful, beautiful people. Now, tell you... And the ugly
0: ones, like I always say. Everybody's beautiful in my eyes. Tell the beautiful people where they can find us.
1: Sure thing. Uh... Find us on Instagram at Nick's Anonymous. Follow us on Twitter at Nick's Anonymous. You can also follow us on TikTok, also at Nick's Anonymous. You can find us on platforms such as Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts. Sorry, y'all. Pandora, Spotify, and Breaker. Or you can simply Google Nick's Anonymous and you will find
0: us. If you like the content, do not be shy to subscribe and leave the comments. We love talking nicks with you guys. Shout out to everybody on the Twitter. Shout out to everybody on Instagram. Shout out to VSN Network. Shout out to the fan base that is always con- con- conversating with us. Conversing. Con- fuck. Conversing. It's okay. The- That's what I'm <laughs> here for. <You laughs> I always had it. I always had it. Conversing with us because we love talking nicks. And for today, We talking F- Knicks
1: with y'all, man, because y'all... A lot of our followers are getting more interactive, and I'm loving it, man. I yeah. want more of y'all to get interactive, but for the ones who do interact with us, big shout-out to y'all. And shout-out to the VSN Network as as well, bro. We recorded a nice episode of Past, Present, and Future today.
0: Yeah, man. And today is a special episode. Because I don't know if y'all noticed, but Stevie got a nice little accessory to the hat there. It's a nice piece you got there, Stevie. What is that? Uh, I won't
1: show the mine, you know, because they can see it. I don't know if I can see it clearly, but the pins. Yeah, oh wow! I got I got a perfect view right the there. Nick's
0: anonymous pins are in, baby. You have asked, yeah. you have waited, and we have delivered. Nick's anonymous pins are now in stock. Um, so all that is left as of right now is just the website to go up, so you guys sure. can go and purchase this. So Did y'all see it? Just
1: want to make sure they got a good view. What I will these- post.
0: So, what we'll do is we'll post a better picture of that, a more clear picture, and post that on every social media. So, make sure y'all go rewind. Yeah, because
1: the picture I posted before, it wasn't in hand. That was somebody sending me a picture saying, hey, Stevie, this is what the pin's going to look like. And I was like, oh, shit. It looks pretty cool. Now, we actually have it in hand now. Right here. You know, I got it on my hat. It looks pretty dope on my hat.
0: That's a pretty good size, man. It's going to look dope
1: on your hat as well.
0: I agree. I need one right I need one right here somewhere. That's a fact. Um, but we may yeah, do so- more
1: pins, you know, because I the way this big. Shout out to my boy Man Man, by the way. You all can follow him at the the Movement. They do pins, you know. Show them love. They'll take care of your pin needs and wants. Um, yeah, and,
0: and this is this is a, this is the first step into something big for Nick's Anonymous, man. Our first ever merch. I'm excited, yeah, man.
1: We might do more pins. We may do T-shirts suit. I'm not even. I mean, I say may. As far as the pins, we may. But with the merch, we're definitely gonna do t shirts when the time comes.
0: So yeah, first we'll we'll see how the how the pins go, man. If if cause I already got a lot of people that want them, so you know, we'll see how it does how it does. And maybe we'll make exclusives, we make holiday specials, you know, shit gets rolling, you know, we can start doing some special stuff for you guys for sure. But as always, thank you for everybody for your support. We do have pins, so just follow us on all the social medias that Stevie had just listed. If you want, rewind it. Uh, if anything, they will be down in the description below. Links will be there. Uh, so yeah, man. So let's just get straight into this episode. Oh, by the way,
1: LJ, pin right here is for you.
0: Yeah, that's what I like to hear, man. Yo, listen, I've been in a very good mood for the past seven games, and you already know why, Stevie. I mean, it's been, it's been, a, it's been incredible basketball, man. Nine man rotation, the one that everybody hated. I remember. Don't forget, I remember. <laughs> I remember the one remember that everybody, well. Yeah, the one that everybody hated is now working. So I didn't
1: hate it. I had questions. But I didn't hate it. I admit I had questions, but
0: I didn't hate it. At the end of the day, there was there was no certainty of what actually was going to happen. So I'm not going to just like rub it in and say I was right cuz I knew I was right. I'm not that guy. I'm just saying I'm holding accountability here. There was a lot of people talking down on it. You know, I'm not saying you got to apologize, but you know, just write just your wrongs, you know, and just accept the fact that we're here. Cause believe it or not, there are still angry Nick fans out there somewhere in the multiverse, <laughs> there are still angry Nick fans. So, but let's get straight into it, man. So first thing as always, we get into the new segment. I feel like this is now a permanent segment, AKA Twitter talk. So Yeah, we might
1: with- as well, dude, we might as well make this permanent, bro. Because now that we're on Twitter, um, the devil's playground, or as my father calls it, the gas station bathroom wall. Now that, now that we're there. The writing on the wall. Yeah, exactly. Now that we're there, um, I'm not as interactive as I should be, but I am interactive.
0: Yo, Speaking so, um, of interactive, actually, I wanted to actually bring up a new thing that we're going to do. So so when we record our episodes, we record on Zoom. So uh, moving into the future, I'm going to say a week to the latest we're actually looking into a new um program which actually allows us to live stream the episodes so you guys so what i'll do is i'll send the link through a specialized link for that specific episode, and what you guys do is you could click the link on any social media. You could click the link, and you could actually join live and actually call in, and we could actually answer your guys' question live and read the chat live. So it's going to be a very immersive Knicks Anonymous moving forward. So I just wanted to throw it out there because you throw out the word interactive, but starting with the Knicks Twitter talk, right? Uh, first thing I want to say: the Knicks are currently 16 and four in the clutch. Uh all thanks to the main man himself, ATM. I'm not gonna say it's all his um I in
1: the clutch, what do you mean?
0: In the clutch meaning uh games that are going down the stretch within I think uh I had think it's under ten points. So if we're in the fourth quarter and we're down usually like uh eight or lower, we are going to win. Wow statistically speaking. That's impressive. It's an impressive yes. stat. Sixteen and, and four? Sixteen and four, yes. Oh shit. Wow. Shout-out to the Knicks. What about 6-4? I'm sorry. 6-4. and four. I'm sorry. Six, that's like, still good. Shout-out to the Knicks. Yeah. Typo. But, basically, you know, statistically speaking, we are winning in the clutch. And I said it in during the Pacers game. If the Pacers would have kept us... If the Pacers continuously left us just hanging around within the 5... Like, if they didn't run away with it, we were going to be on their ass. Like, 100%. And I feel like that's really... What I love about the Knicks now is that I feel like that about any team. If you leave us in the game, we are going to most likely, more or more likely than not, actually capitalize on those. And it's crazy because the Pacers game, we had a lot of shitty turnovers. We a did. lot of stupid turnovers. And we still pulled out the clutch. Granted, the Pacers are a young team still developing, but that's no, you know, that's you know, they have been doing some damage lately. They've been doing some serious damage lately, and we're actually we were actually tied with them, uh, for this for the sixth seed. And I believe this brings us a game above them because we beat them. So you know we're, that's we're, we're
1: we're still the sixth seed right now. Um, we're actually a game or a game and a half out from the fifth actually, which is Philly.
0: And we play them Christmas Day. Yeah, all I want for Christmas is a W. Shout out to my shout out to my vocals you know how we do but um
1: man all i want for christmas is a blowout w how about that how about that for once that would,
0: that would be a big game for mitch not for nothing
1: um but not for nothing mitch usually shows up against Embiid.
0: if there was a stat line what do you th- you think he's up he think he's over 500 below 500 or maybe in the middle what do you mean like uh games played against him like do you think Oh, like his one He's loss a, record? It's definitely it's, yeah. it's
1: definitely under 500 because Philly's killed us for the past couple of years. But um, Mitch usually plays a good game. Mitch usually shows up against MB. He gives, you know, MB cooks, but Mitch usually gives him some trouble.
0: But yo, bro, they better blow us out, man, because if they, they keep it under five, they could be on their ass. Oh, yeah. Classed, <laughs> six,
1: what are we, six and four? We'll make it seven so and I four. Look,
0: so I just looked it up again. We are seven and six.
1: Seven and six. Okay. I, at we're least we're above five hundred, so we should work on that. That's what something we should work on.
0: Yes, we are seven and six. I there's something wrong with that stat, but I'm it's what I read, so I'm gonna just keep that at that. It sounds about right, but I think we may be like seven and four more likely. But are you sure? You are know, seven and six. Or we seven and four. No, no. It's seven and, it says seven and six online, but it feels like seven and four. It feels so like seven and
1: four. That's weird, but okay.
0: Yeah, so, but so pretty much the point here is I want to make is that, you know, we're clutch as of right now, and it goes back to the whole finishing situation. Like we were, we, we used to say we never had a finisher. So in the same, in the seven game wedding streak, all we've been doing is finishing games. Uh, Mostly Jalen Brunson. So, ATM. <laughs> that's a- been the finisher. A- ATM always cash out dude that man is automatic still one of the best signings the Knicks has ever made in the past like eight years um dude he is he is working for that max man he is he's going for all the monies all of it so he just needs to keep this up man all we need to do is actually just keep building on what we have right now because what we have right now is working yes you can't say it's not you cannot say it's not we are on a seven game winning streak and we're way past fluke, which brings me to another topic at hand with the Twitter talk. A lot of Twitter talk is saying that the Knicks win streak as of before the Indiana Pacers game has been a fluke. Do you agree?
1: I disagree. Like why, why um, again, you, we can only play who's in front of us. Uh, We beat, you know, we beat pretty decent teams. I say they're a great teams you know because Chicago's a good team you know as far as like their roster they have a good roster just not playing well you know just so happens we're playing better than them and we beat them twice
0: I think the biggest upset within this winning streak has to be the Cleveland Cavaliers
1: definitely definitely um that was a great performance not for nothing I would say that as far as defense goes, that was one of our best defensive performances especially the, it, especially it, it, the way we he held going. down um Donovan Mitchell that was cool
0: and it, it keeps on going. Honestly, like, dude, we beat the Hawks with Trey Young because everyone said. Because remember, we lost it the first time and Trey Young was out, and everybody was like, "Oh." Actually, no, he was there. It. He just
1: didn't have a good game. This guy killed us, DeJuan uh, T. Murray.
0: No, no, yeah, I'm talking about um, last game. How Trey Young was? I think was, he was like ejected, or he got hurt, or something like that. Something he left, and everybody was like, "Oh, you guys are lucky because it could have been worse because Trey Young." You know, wasn't playing well. Guess what? He played, and we, we 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 held it down against him. Unfortunately, you know, fortunately enough, the Hawks are built to where if one guy goes down, the other can step up. So you know, Devontae Murray was definitely on the case, but it was not enough to stop the Knicks' defense. Cause uh, so out of seven games, I just wanted to bring this out here real quick. Out of seven games, one, two, three, four. Four of those games, out of seven games, we held a team under a hundred points.
1: That's pretty good in today's NBA. You know the way everybody fires away threes, like there's no other, like like two pointers don't exist. You know, like <laughs> that's pretty impressive, man. That's pretty impressive. That's some old school ass basketball. i um, you know, I don't know how many times I could say. Oh the my word, god, I'm we impressed. get the bulls again.
0: <laughs> we get the bulls again, bro. What's going on? Why are we playing three times? Uh, damn.
1: To, as long as we beat them, I don't care.
0: Ah, ha, ha. So look, it, honestly, our our schedule is looking pretty nice, but we're not going to get into that right now. But to add on to the fluke thing, I don't think it's a fluke. I think today solidifies that. We beat the Indiana Pacers, who have been on a killing streak lately. They have definitely been steamrolling teams. I don't think, it, I forgot who I don't think it's a fluke either. Yeah, I don't think it's a fluke, man. I, this this Pacers team actually brought it back and actually challenged our they challenged our system 100%. They they took us to the wire, which which could be um With a team like the Pacers taking us to the wire could be something to look at because they are no they are no Milwaukee Bucks. They are no Brooklyn Nets.
1: But they're not a bad team so, though. They got good young pieces.
0: No, no, that is they are not a bad team, but at the same time it is something to look at. And I think the most important thing to look at is the shooting aspect of it. I feel like if, if you look at the Pacers game, the number one thing that I can highlight from that game is the fact that the shooting was kind of, not even kind of, the shooting wasn't even there. They were they were zoning us. And we had no answer for the zone. And we were actually, that, that, that caused us to make a lot of stupid turnovers and a lot of confusion. So I feel like the Knicks are one piece away from actually becoming a dominant force we were actually so,
1: eight of 26 from three today That terrible. is terrible what is that in per- what is that in percent terrible,
0: terrible 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 30 percent that is not good at all that is not good at all um one thing i wanted to talk about actually too was rj barrett oh so twitter talk has actually kind of digressed with the slander with RJ because he is showing some improvements, but there are still uh, arguments there. But um, me personally, I just wanted to give my take on it. You can also give your take on it as well. I don't think I could really blame RJ anymore because I've been looking at the way the offense has been running and I've really been locked in and trying to really see where RJ is on the floor whenever. So what it seems like is that they're using RJ as the three-point anchor, meaning he's the guy in the corner, you know, and Randall is the guy always on top of the key. The ball goes to him. Everybody goes around him. Every play is pretty much ran through Randall. Still, uh, not that there's anything wrong with it, but I feel like it does affect the efficiency of RJ Barrett. Uh, a lot of the times when RJ Barrett scores, it, it's purely on his on his own. Meaning, like it's from defense. Uh, a long rebound or sometimes he just has to go one on one against somebody and he's not really set up like Randall is. I feel like if the offense was able to set up RJ in better situations like maybe coming off a screen because RJ's not a guy that can create his own shot. He's very slow and he doesn't have a lot of dribble moves. So he does like to cut to the basket. So I would like to see a lot of off-ball screens set for him so when he rolls off the basket, maybe he could get some separation to actually do what he has to do to make the layup. Because a lot of times he goes to the basket and he's, you know, double teamed and he, you know, he's, he gets a lot of, a lot of, uh, what's the word, a lot of, a lot of heat, you know, in the kitchen. <laughs> a lot of heat in the kitchen and it, it's tough for him to get a shot up. So... Uh, I got nothing against Randall. He's been bowling like Kobe lately, um, but again, less is more for Randall. I still I we still agree all... with
1: that. What? That less is more for Randall.
0: Yeah, less is more for Randall, and I think everybody could actually, I think the entire tri-state area could agree with that, um, because it, it showed in today's game too. Like the Pacers, he he did a lot of stupid stuff. He he overthought he overthought a lot of a lot of things. Had a and... few had
1: a few defensive lapses as well. He had, a good, he had a decent game today. He didn't have a bad game, but the lapses were there.
0: And speaking of defensive lapses, someone actually pointed that out too, that that could also be the reason why RJ is actually, he could be quote-unquote gassed uh, the fact that he's actually helping. He Not only does he take the toughest assignments on defense, but he also has to, most of the time, help for Randall's man. So he's, he's basically defending two people at once. But I don't think that's really the main issue. I think the main issue is the offense and how they have him set up. So this goes back to the three-point thing. I think we need to get somebody that to, to take that role away from RJ and have RJ actually doing what RJ needs to be doing, I agree. which is which is mid-range and going straight downhill. Because I don't like the fact that they're moving the ball and they have RJ sh- just sitting in the corner and you know they expect the guy that's shooting 28% from three to, to get that in. You know, RJ is a very streaky player. I'm not, you know, I'm not saying because this is in general. You know, I I get it. RJ has games like today. Well, actually, he shot over three from three today. If you want to get technical, he shot good, pretty good from the field. But you know, in general, he's shooting, you know, scratching the thirty percent mark, which is not good, especially if you have a, a play being ran for him to shoot it.
1: He, he shot well so, today. He was ten of nineteen, but unfortunately, all five from three.
0: Oh, I said, oh, a three. Shit, oh, a five. (laughs) Damn. So, yeah. So, I can't really be mad at RJ. I feel like that's the coaching thing. And I don't think it's a coaching thing. I think it's just a lack of pieces that we have. So, RJ is just kind of filling in that gap. Right. So, in terms of that, though, RJ has been great. You know, the fact that he's producing what he's producing on his own, really. Now, imagine if we can incorporate him in the team offense, how much better he can be. You know, and I think it's time for Tibbs to start trusting him to so all those plays that Randall gets, RJ should get. And have, And since Randall loves to shoot a lot and hit him at a high percentage, why not have Randall just sit there for a little bit? You know, that, if you don't want to give all of the, the the responsibility to RJ, then just switch it up one time. Three plays, you know. Okay, hear me you know, out. No, go ahead, bro. I'm, I'm done. That was my take. What
1: if I said he has to trust both of them less? And trust Grimes with that responsibility, because Grimes has been hitting his three point, three pointers at a high percentage during this win streak. I don't know the exact number, but oh, I'm trying to get the numbers up while I say it, while I talk about it. That during- that's
0: a good no no. That that's a good that's a good look because they could switch because the way it's set up is Grimes is on the wing and RG's in the corner. Maybe you could switch it with RJ on the wing because he's more of a downhill type of player. So maybe he has more room to work with on the wing and then have Grimes to be the kickout dude. I have no problem with that. You know, and RJ is a very, a lot of people respect RJ on his drives. When RJ goes to the basket, you at least see three defenders down there waiting for him. So RJ draws a lot of attention to himself. Even when he's having a bad scoring night, it's just teams know what he can do. He's devastating on the left side of the court. Everybody knows that. He's he's the South Paul, you know, the uh the South Paul slasher. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, man, I'm sorry, man. I'm having a hard time getting these numbers up right now. Nah, he,
0: he's a South Pole slasher, man, and I can't really be mad at him no more, because I, I can see it, and I think a lot of people can see it, too, is the way he's being used. Randall again, is just getting too much responsibility. Now, you can't really be too bad with the results, but it's bad when he, when, let's say he's having a bad game, right? Let's say Randall's having a bad game. The offense would not change. You know what I mean? RJ will not change that spot. And that's what I mean. You know, you don't have to necessarily take all the responsibility away from Randall. It's just when Randall's not cutting it, switch it with RJ. Have RJ come up to the to the because he's a big body. He can set screens. So have him come up, set the screen, and then have him, you know, roll, you know, stop it right there. If he wants to shoot a three, he could he could he could shoot right right in front of the basket. Boom. Straight on. Easiest three in the game. Or you know, corner is the shortest. But I think straight ons are the easiest three in the game. So I think the offense has got to make it easier for him to score. I think it's too hard for him to score right now, which is why he's so inconsistent and inefficient. He's just, he's working too hard to get those baskets.
1: Copy. Understood. But now that you got that out the way, I apologize. y'all. Again, I should have been more prepared with these stats, but I actually have them now. Check out these numbers for Grimes these last 10 games. Dude, he's averaging 11 points, four boards, one assist, one steal, almost a block he's averaging 0.7 blocks um i rounded it off you know only one turnover pretty good pretty good and he's shooting 53% and 44 from 3 you telling me he can't handle that role i'm just saying
0: he already got the starting lineup so why so so why not why not put him in that spot bro
1: he's hit, "Um, I, hold on he's hit 3 4 five. 10, 11, 12, 16, 21, 22. He had 22 threes these last 10 games. So basically, two threes a game. So, yeah. I mean, I don't know, bro. Maybe we maybe we should be giving Grimes some more three-point shots on a consistent basis.
0: So do you still have that Bulls game? Actually, you know what? I'm, I'm going to look this up right here. Look it. So let me see. How many shots did Quentin Grimes? How many threes he took? Today? So Grimes, took, Grimes took three threes. RJ took five. Lower, even though Grimes only hit one of three, which is, you know, because one more three is, so one of three is what, like 40%? One of three? One of three is 33.
1: 33%.
0: Okay, that's bad. Really bad. Which is weird because it's one one shot away from 50%, which is crazy.
1: That's that's how funny three-pointers were.
0: That's so crazy. It's one shot away from 50%. So I can't be too mad at that. So let's say we gave Grimes one more three-pointer, though. I say he hits it. And goes two or four. I agree.
1: I agree. You know so what I mean? So he's so, definitely so you, that, you can't argue that he's not a better you can't argue that he's that he's not a better shooter than RJ, because he clearly is, especially from three. RJ's just a way better More. um uh sorry, yeah, I kinda got tongue twisted right there. RJ's just a better creator than him, even though RJ's not that great of create of a creator himself. And he's, and he's, not he's for nothing, Grimes can create a little something. You know, we have seen him create his own shot. So the potential is there for him to get better at that.
0: Yeah, and, you know, it it's tough. So I'm not saying Tibbs is using RJ wrong because RJ has been, you know, doing his thing. But I think that is why he's so inconsistent is the fact that he's put he's not in a position where he's used to being in so either he adapts to the position that he's in which i don't think he will i don't think he's a three-point shooter i don't think he will he will ever become a three-point shooter like that i think he will hit the threes when it matters at times but i don't think it's his duty on this team to just sit there and shoot the threes you know especially when you got Rand, like guys like Randall chucking up eight threes and hitting two <laughs>
1: i agree agreed
0: so something's got to change. And, you know, like we always have, we got Fournay on the bench with uh, Cam Reddish, you know, package inevitable for a trade. Like Stevie and I said, we've been stressing it for a while. We definitely need a shooter so it could take the load off of everybody, not just RJ, everybody. It spreads the floor. It's, it's going to be a wicked situation if we get a three, a, a valid three-point shooter. I feel like that's really all we're needing right now, to be honest. I
1: agree. Just, I still say an A player, bro. An A player and a shooter.
0: But, um, so, what if the A player is the shooter?
1: That'd be crazy. That'd be ill. Get it yeah, all in yeah. one. Not kill two versions one Stay enraged. Um,
0: Stay enraged. We were, we're talking about RJ.
1: We were talking about RJ before. Um, check this out. Check out his stats for the last 15 games, including this seven-game win streak. Um... He's averaging 20. Six boards. Almost three assists. 2.8. Uh, let me see. Shooting 43% overall. We could up that. And for RJ, a not too bad. 35% from three. You know what I mean? Compared to where he was at before, 28. Seven percent um rise isn't bad, you know what I mean. And 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 remember, at one point, free throws were a big problem for him and for the Knicks. RJ, the last um fifteen games shooting. Hold on one second. I'm sorry, I just lost it. Uh, seventy nine percent, almost eighty percent. Pretty impressive. Pretty if I may say so myself.
0: That's pretty good. Man. And as
1: far as the That's Knicks go, um, a big big part of their turnaround is their free throws i mentioned that in ppf a big part of their turnaround is free throws at one point the knicks were ranked 20 22nd you know what i mean we even discussed it in one of the episodes that even in wins and losses they were still only 71 percent. i think the percentage was you know what i mean you would think their percentage would be better in wins but at that time, it was equal in both wins and losses, and we both said that was a concerning sign. Uh, excuse me, a concerning sign. I keep getting tongue twisted today. I'm sorry. I'm it's tongue-
0: exciting, man. Don't worry. It's all the excitement in the air. Man. Yeah,
1: exactly, exactly. Um, but you remember that, right? I I don't remember what, what episode it was, but it was a few episodes ago. Yeah. Um, if I recall, we were ranked 22nd at that time. As I said, we are now eighth. The, in, the, we are now eighth the... in the NBA in free throw percentage. Now, that's a big jump, bro, if I may say so myself.
0: That's, that's I take it personally, numbers.
1: Yes, sir. Number eight. You know what I mean? So, to me. So,
0: lucky number seven. So, we're on lucky number seven, and we're eighth in free throws.
1: Wow. That's a sign. <laughs>
0: that's
1: a sign. But, bro, the way I see it, if you ask me, a big part of this turnaround, perimeter defense and free throw percentage, both were problems. Both were big, big problems when we, when everybody wanted to tear the house down about three weeks so, ago. So, when
0: you, so when you really look at it, honestly, and it, the seventh game winning streak obviously shows it, the Knicks have been improving.
1: Absolutely. Everybody.
0: And their in their own way. Everybody has been improving. Now, I just want to go back to the RJ situation because you did just bring that, you just brought up some good numbers there. Um, Those are numbers for those are, so what I, I'm not saying that the offense is bad for him overall. I'm just saying that it could be easier for him. He could easily score thirty. You know what I mean? If 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 play if he was looked at more, but obviously he's not going to be looked at more because of Randall and what Randall is doing. So I feel like if they they just need to work on splitting it more evenly. Because I feel like I feel like uh, Julius Randall is that black hole. So, you know, I definitely see what Nick fans see. You know, because I. If RJ can do this on a hardworking night, imagine if he gets the Julius Randle treatment. Imagine if he gets all the screens. Imagine if he comes around off-ball screens. Imagine he's put in a situation to actually be himself.
1: Well, for the most part, I wouldn't consider Julius Randle a black hole. And I mean, consider this. In a lot in, in a few of the wins, and actually in most of the wins for this seven game streak, um, Randall Barrett and um Brunson all each almost scored 20 points. So I think was the, the second game. load is the second game was I lit. think the load offensively is being distributed evenly, or at least recently it has been. Um I'll check that out though, since I mentioned it. How about that? I'll do that.
0: The first game, that's when we went overtime with the Bulls. That was that was wicked. Brunson was thirty, Randall thirty one points, Barrett twenty two points. Big three right there coming through real nice. Cause the Bulls were actually on there. They, they, were, they were making a mighty comeback, bro. And you know, this, this goes to show what happens when when the big when the big boys come to play, man.
1: Um, I'll even take um, it, dude. I'll take it back to the start of the win streak and the Cavs. Brunson had twenty three, Randall had eighteen, Barrett had fifteen. Pretty close. Five points away from twenty, two points away from twenty. Uh let's see another let's see the next one. Oh, I'm sorry. The Hawks. Barrett 15 again. Randall 34. Brunson didn't have a good game that game. Eight. Okay, so the Hawks was a bad example. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's try. Where are we? The Hornets.
0: Barrett 26. Randall 33. Hell yeah.
1: Brunson 11, but he had 11 assists.
0: So that means That's dope. he killed as the point guard. That's super dope. We got the Sacramento Kings, Barrett, 27, Brunson, 18, Randall, 27. Okay. That's wicked. So I guess my point that's was fucking, wrong. <laughs> no, that's fucking deadly, though. No, nah, but that's you know crazy. what I mean?
1: My point is, like, as you can see, I was off about them all getting 20, 20, 20. But as you can see, they're, the, the offense is kind of even. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know I what definitely I mean? It's, it's not see. off base.
0: You know what I mean? And the last time we actually played Chicago, Bear was the leading scorer with 27.
1: Exactly, bro. Like at our off, you know, I still think we need that A player, but we do we're in a good situation where that any one of those guys could go off and be the leading scorer in any given night. So, you, so that's not a bad thing. So you thing. know
0: what? So you know what? Here's my thing. I just so with all this being said, it seems like RJ, you know, I kind of just proved myself wrong. RJ does fit in this offense. I just want him to stop shooting so many threes. I need him to cut it down on three. Yeah, I
1: want I want you know what I want? I want him to drive more, you know, despite the fact we all say he doesn't have moves. I still want him to drive more, take mid-range shots. He needs
0: a euro, man. He needs something, yeah. man.
1: I still want him to I want him to drive more or take more mid-range jumpers and dish more to Grimes and give those threes to Grimes. But that's just me. So
0: yeah, so so yeah, so RJ had five threes. So I want to go back to the Pacers thing. Cause I put uh, it to you Grimes like this. Won- you
1: since you said five just now. Hypothetically speaking, just as an example, let's say going forward, he averages five attempts a game. You know what I mean? I would say every other game gives two of those attempts to Grimes.
0: I agree. I agree. I, I have more confidence in Grimes making that than RJ. Because,
1: you know, RJ will have his games where he will get hot. He'll have those games every now and again. So I wouldn't mind him hitting firing threes as far as that goes. But I wouldn't want it every game, you know what I mean? I want you, I want you dominating from the mid range the same way I want Randall dominating in the down low more.
0: There has been times where RJ becomes the flasher, meaning he, because uh, they've been zoning us lately because due to our lack of you know three point shooting, but so basically what RJ is doing is he coming, he's coming from baseline, going up to the free throw line, and you know just quick flash, and he gets the ball at the free throw line, turn around, you know sometimes. Sometimes RJ gets it wide open at the free throw line and he doesn't shoot it. He'll drive to the basket and try to get a layup. Like I, dude, that's what I'm that's, saying. I that, want him to shoot That's, that. that's the, perf- that's that's the I, perfect That's what I want him, to, time shoot for him to just or even a little runner, you know, something, you know, he he waits too late. He waits to, he he has to he has to get to the basket to score, which is bad.
1: But he's another so, so he's another one that can't think too much. Is what you are saying?
0: No, it's not that he can't think. It's just that he needs to trust his game. I think he has. That's what I'm know, saying.
1: He's another one that that you can't. He can't think too much. He has to react, just like Randall. Yeah. He just
0: has to turn around. Boom. He has to automatically think. I gotta shoot this mid range. This is my. This is my. This is my game right here. This is my paint. This is, not even paint. Free throw line. Free throw line extended. Just catch. Turn around. Shoot. Because I've seen him go into a lot of Randall situations where he'll get it and he'll have like a wide open like runner or something and he'll go right into the defenders and try to get a foul and like we, like we discussed previously on episode. Wait, wait, so
1: he's a fidget spinner without the spin? Yeah. Runs he's, right he's into just you. A,
0: he's just a fucking train. Like, <laughs> he's the freight train. Uh, yeah, he's just a freight train, dude. And he gets a lot of charging fouls because of that, if you haven't noticed. That happened to him twice in the Pacers game, not for nothing. He gets a lot of charging fouls because he just goes straight through people. He's, he doesn't spin so around the, nobody. He's the
1: fidget freight train. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: It's <laughs> a good way to put it. I'm tell you, he's the South Pole slasher, bro. <laughs> South Pole slashing freight train. <laughs> that's not. That's not a bad. That's not a bad nickname for you, RJ. Not for nothing. It, it, look at you. You're you're doing good so far, RJ. But you can be doing better.
1: Now he's picked it up though, bro. Like I said, just heard the stats I read. So you know he's doing way better than he was before.
0: For sure. For sure. So um. The Pacers game, right, it kind of showed a lot of situations with Randall. Uh, We kind of briefly talked about it with the RJ situation, but I just want to bring it up again because I know a lot of people are going to start hating on Randall for even though he did do good in this game against the Pacers. And if you're wondering why we're talking about the Pacers game so much is because that's really the game that we were actually honed in on. Yeah, I I had that as a loss. Yeah, like
1: and we actually that, this is we actually um contained Halliburton. I thought we would lose because of him for um parts in particular. And we actually held him down even though he had
0: like ten and, assists. And not for nothing, he was the one that took the last shot and who was on him? Julius Randle. So shout out to Julius Randle for that clutch defense, man. He gets a lot of shit for defense, but he held it down right there. He's had a few chase down
1: blocks the past few games.
0: He's, he's been hustling lately, dude. I'm not gonna lie to you. He has he's definitely been hustling. He just got to work on his attitude situation. He gets he gets into these mindsets where he just does too much. Where and it, it showed a lot in the Pacers game. It showed that he was just kind of looked like he was doing too much. Like he was doing the catch the ball OI situation. Like he was just he was just thinking. So RJ has that I, too, uh,
1: bro. He has the OI situation. He's developing that.
0: And just, just for newcomers, if you don't know what the OI situation is... I'll explain is, it. Is, Let me explain it. Go, go ahead, enough. go ahead, Steve. Basically, go ahead, I said
1: Steve. Randall's problem is he can't... He has to think less and react more. Once Randall gets the ball... Here's how I know Randall's going to most likely do something good. When he gets the ball and starts dribbling as soon as he gets the ball. That means he's in control. That means he knows where he's going and what he wants to do. But when he gets the ball... Does it dribble and does this?
0: The triple threat.
1: In my head, he's thinking, "Oh, all right. Here's what I should do." That's why I said he can't go. Oh, all right. When she does a, oh, all right. Some most likely some bad gonna happen. Oh, he gonna miss <laughs> off rip.
0: Yeah, usually it's not really good. He he's wild, man. And when he's when he's out of control, he's out of control for sure. He he's diving. He's throwing his body on the floor. He's doing jump passes that everybody hates. So my question is, is how can we make Randall's game more efficient? And that goes back to the RJ thing. I think there has to be times where more. him... Easy answer. Yeah. Post them more. There's, ta- there's times RJ needs to... They, they need to make an offense where RJ and Randall switch in terms of um, responsibility because we all know Randall can't handle big responsibility not that he can't it's just statistically he will not do good in a situation where he's thinking everybody says it his IQ is horrible Uh, I even said it on Twitter a couple times but in order for Randall to actually purely succeed without with no flaws he needs somebody to take control of him and he's he's said it too he he, Jalen Brunson gives him a peace of mind um it's just that I think when he's hot it's hard to get the ball back from him because he's, you know, I'm sure he's that type of player where he's like, I, I've seen him demand the ball. I've seen that man demand the ball, and it's and I actually
1: like that about him, believe it or not.
0: Yeah, he's and that that's what RJ needs to do too. RJ is not assertive; he's very passive. Yeah, he needs to demand um, some, the
1: ball more. I agree.
0: Some could, some could say he's, you know, it's the Canadian weight. Who knows? You know, shout out to my Canadians. I don't know. Let me know, Canada. Yeah, yeah, passive. or y'all aggressive. I, I've seen a couple aggressive Canadians out there. Maybe, maybe we got the wrong one. We got the wrong maple tree. Who knows? I don't know. But <laughs> RJ needs to RJ needs to start asserting himself more in this offense. Man, that ball, I, maybe, bro. So maybe it's not the offense. Maybe it's just him, you know, accepting the role that he's given. Bro, I'll and tell you what. I don't think you should or, I don't think you should take that.
1: In order for both of them to be more efficient off rip, Randall has to be in the low post more. RJ has to be in the mid range more. Less threes for for RJ. Um. Less threes for Randall as well. But I would much random I would much rather Randall shoot threes than RJ. In all honesty.
0: Yeah, like I said, four threes. That's good, man. If you're if you're on four threes, is all I'm taking. No,
1: nah, no. Nah, if Ran- right, if Randall takes four threes and he hits two of them, I would let him fire a few more. See if he hits those. Like what? Two more? One more? Yeah. If he if he's hitting, keep firing. You know what I mean? If you see he's on fire, let him fire. Let him fire. He's on fire. Let him
0: fire. And this is why Quentin Grimes' job is going to be so important because his duty is th- is to make sure that these guys don't get doubled when they're in their mid-range territories. Because what happens is if Grimes is on fire, the flamethrower that, that he is, um, it, it puts the defense in a very sticky situation. You can't zone, because if you zone, Grimes is going to shoot you out that zone. Yes, sure, sir, um, I agree. Even Randle, um, if we could just assert our, our dominance on the outside, I, f- I feel like that's really all we need, bro, is we just really need to assert our dominance on the outside, and it opens up everything. It opens up RJ's mid-range, it opens up Julius Randle's mid-range, and mind you, they're doing they're scoring they're putting up these numbers with a with a congested paint. Imagine this paint like the Red Sea. Partage. Dear God. Huh? Parted. Dear God, bro. It, it would be the next coming. <laughs> Yo, we would be, we would, we would be a very dominant team. I do I'm not I'm not saying we're dominant now because we're missing that said piece. But the moment we get that piece and it and it actually works and clicks, we will be dominant. I can say that one hundred percent. Bro, like
1: we said, we need shooting, perimeter defense, and if that could be one player in a perfect world, cool. If it ends up being multiple, even better. Well,
0: as long as it works. Yeah, as long as it works. That's where I'm at. And I love the patience. You gotta love the patience because a lot of Twitter talk is also on Leon Rose's neck about the way he drafts and picks things people say he's a very business-minded guy and not so much as a basketball-minded guy but if you look at it you know everybody on the floor in essence is a dollar sign and that is your investment so whichever way you look at it business or not it's still a business because i'm investing this money into you to give me this amount of production for this amount of time so from a business aspect of it a businessman always wants to make sure he gets the most bank for his buck, you know? So, that's the truth. it's kind of it's kind of good that he's thinking of it like this because he doesn't want his money to go to waste. Has he made some mistakes? Yes, with Kemba Walker. Because I know that's going to come. I know people are going to be like, oh, he fucked up with Kemba Walker. He fucked up with 40. Yeah, we get it. But the thing is, is that he didn't overly invest in these guys. These guys are actually movable contracts, you know? So... He doesn't want to overcommit to something because a lot of people say he he's too passive, you know, and I even said it too: scared money don't make no money, you know, but he, it's not that he's scared. It's just that he wants to make sure him and I'm everybody else is on board with putting all of their money on the line from one guy, especially with the amount of assets that we have because it's, it's not an easy thing to pick somebody go all in and have them not work out. That's gonna set you back a whole lot. Everything we worked for, if and it fails in that manner, we'll be right back to the Knicks we were, you know, with no assets, no money, and just a mid average or below average team if, you know, shit really does hit the fan like that. We don't want so that. You either. gotta really you, No, and you gotta respect the patience. You know, you got you have to because for the longest, we've always been arguing that Knicks jumped the gun too early. Now everyone's saying we jumped the gun too late. It's like never enough. A- actually, they're
1: saying we're not jumping the gun at all.
0: You know what I mean? That's what so,
1: they want us to jump the gun.
0: Yeah, that's the so, that's what that's know. what I'm
1: weirded out by. They want us to make a move just to make a move, bro. Nah, this is chess, my guys, not checkers. We've been playing checkers in the past now. Now we strategizing And so far It look like it's working bro Like we got Movable pieces We got draft picks Um Salary caps Kind of messed up But it can be fixed You know Cause as I said We have movable pieces So we in a good position You know Nick,
0: Nick Twitter Just need to chill Put this in Put this in perspective For a second A guy like DeMar DeRozan Cause we did talk about this On PPF Um A guy like DeRozan His contract Is the equivalent To Fournier And who was it Cam Reddish And quickly pretty much
1: I believe so, if I'm not mistaken. I'm might mean, gonna go look that up. I'll look up his contract.
0: I believe his contract is oh it's just because how much is uh Fournier getting twenty mil?
1: Uh, eight. I think eighteen, something around that area.
0: No, no. So okay, Demar Derozan getting twenty mil. I'm show you right now. Fournier's getting eighteen. So those three guys can be moved for somebody like a Demar Derozan caliber player. There, there are guys out there with contracts like that that we can match. He's making for
1: those guys. um. DeMaurer Rosen is making twenty seven this year and twenty eight next year. That's not a bad contract to have, only for two years. I I wouldn't mind gambling on DeRozan, you know, and he's still not an injury prone player. Um, he's still on the top of his game, you know. I wouldn't mind having him.
0: We don't have to. We don't have to get him. I'm just using him as an as an example. Like, we can move these guys for guys like him. There's contracts out there that are matchable with because we didn't overpay them we didn't underpay them we paid them just the amount that we can move them you know we could package them up and move them we could go small we could go big the best thing right now for new york is the fact that we everybody 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 is focused on the destination and not the journey have you ever heard about that that it's more savoring the the journey is more savoring than the destination i've heard that before you know, i've a, heard that before so what i mean by that is that like you gotta really appreciate the like the fact that we have so many options. Everyone is saying, Oh, we could do this, we could do that, we could do that, we could do that, and not realizing that everything they're saying is options that we can do because we have the assets and flexibility to do so. That's the bigger picture here. The fact that we're able to do every all these outrageous things people wanna do is we we're, we're actually able to do it. We don't do it because it's outrageous, but the fact that we could do so many different things at so many different times is amazing to have, is leverage. It's something the Knicks did not have for years, and we have it. And the fact that we have leverage in in the place that we are in right now, who knows what we, what could, we, what we could attract? Who knows who would wanna play here with a guy like Jalen Brunson? Because everyone said no one wants to play with Randall, Okay, how about Jalen Brunson? He's almost averaging... He pulled up. He's almost averaging nine assists, eight assists.
1: Oh, so... I was going to say, bro, fun fact, since you brought up DeMar DeRozan before, while you was talking, I I did did a little GMing. I basically traded DeMar... I traded 48 Cam Reddish, a a 2023 first, and a 2024 second for DeRozan. Ended up being a successful trade. Check it out.
0: Bing bong. And, yo, the, the Bulls are not in a good a good space right now, man. They're they're losing. The Marozin might want out. You know, Bulls want might want to look in a different direction. I mean,
1: Knicks management was there during those Bulls games, and a lot of people – Both. Yeah. A lot of people were speculating. They were looking at Levine, and Schmitty was – I
0: think it's DeRozan. That's what I'm
1: Schmitty speculated it may have been DeRozan. Schmitty might be on to some. Who knows? DeRozan would make us contenders, believe it or not. Like, this year – like, we just we need to be fix a three-point situation. Bro, we're a way better team with DeMar DeRozan. I don't know if we're an NBA Finals contender, but we're definitely a better
0: team. Especially what we just gave up? 100%. 100%. I, I, know, I love quickly to death, but for you to say you would rather keep quickly than DeMar DeRozan, you got to be a little bit uh, a little crazy. And again, his, the contract, only thing, and his
1: contract comes off the books next year too, so again. We could work out a deal if he wants to stay. Yeah, if we do good, we got, if we, like, do really, really good.
0: Deal. That's something to think but about. That's, that, that's that's a good look, man. I, that's a good look. I'm, I'm, no I'm, right, I'm, th- kinda, again,
1: I'm warming up to the idea of the Rosen. I am.
0: The only thing within that situation that we would have to fix is the three-point shooting. Exactly.
1: Yes, we would have to get a shooter. No, that no, is,
0: it's that is really and it. I agree. We, we need it because at the end of the day, uh, a lot of people say that the Knicks – you know even even your brother said it. shout out to your brother he says if we can uh out defend teams and outscore them you know it's that's not going to be the case most of the time especially when if you move up and let's say you move up more in the playoff ladders you're going to play against teams that can score the same amount of buckets that you can pretty much regardless of the defense because you know we live we live in a world where three pointers three points are king so we're going to need some like it doesn't have to be the main piece but we just need somebody on the court that is respected as such. Agreed. You know. So yeah. Honestly, that's that's pretty much the show. Honestly, we, we were gonna we were gonna talk about the gains, but it kind of turned it kind of turned into a good direction. It kind of turned into like a a future kind of show. I mean I can break it
1: down <laughs> real quick. We went three and zero. Um, the Bulls gave us a good game that first game. We went to overtime. The second game, we knocked them out the box. And the Pacers, you know, we beat them, but they gave it a fight. It's always a fight between the Knicks and the Pacers. So, you know,
0: there you have it. So, so yeah, this show, this show pretty much became an overview of what we've seen so far and what we need moving forward. Um, Check out PPF honestly, too. We broke it
1: down further there as well. That's why we kind of kept it short and sweet here, cause we kind of spent a good. How how long was PPF? Like a good forty-five minutes, maybe an hour.
0: Forty-five. It was it was a good it was a good long minute. Yeah, you Come know what, what I mean. So, so some, there was
1: some breaking down. Check that out, y'all yeah. Shout out to That's PPF by the way. VSN Network, Schmitty, Trippy, Ariel, all those guys. Bones. Shout out to you guys.
0: Everything everything will be down in the description below if you're on YouTube um i will put i don't know how links work on anything else but i know on youtube links do work so if you're not on youtube i would suggest you go to youtube right now and click these links down in the description because i mean we are you know our faces are being shown here we do have face cams so i would recommend youtube 100 percent but uh you you know you do what you got to do you, you do whatever you whatever needs to be done whatever satisfies your needs because at the end of the day you're listening to it. So <laughs> you do what you got to do, man. But this concludes uh, episode 80. What a banger. What a banger of an episode, Stevie. I feel like today was a very good episode. I feel like I feel I feel butterflies in my stomach, man. You know, <laughs> Yo, bro, you know what's it's cool
1: a- about the next episode? What's up? going to be on Christmas.
0: Oh, it's a Christmas episode? Yes, sir. On uh, Christmas. Ooh, I got to find the Christmas hat. I got to find a Knicks hat. Christmas. Uh, real one.
1: quick, real quick. This week we got the Warriors. I got that as a W because Steph Curry's not playing, he's out.
0: Okay, wait, wait, yeah, you're right, you're right. You're nah, right. we. i, right. Right. I, I run right. through it quick.
1: We, do, we, can this, we can do this real quick. This week, we're closing out Warriors. I got that as a W. Steph Curry's not playing, he's out for a little while. I think he has a shoulder injury. Oh, look at that. Andrew Wiggins is out with a groin injury. I got that as a W. Eight, w. eight straight wins. Uh, let me see what's next after that. The Raptors. Uh, Raptors. Raptors. That's winnable. But they they lost five in a row. So I guess I'll put that as a W as well. You know, we just got—we just that. have to hold down Pascal Siakam though. So I'm not gonna sleep on them in that regard because Siakam's still the problem. But um, and Scotty Barnes. I got yeah him too as well. And and Um Those guys are still good players, but I'm gonna mark that as a W. We playing better ball than them right now.
0: So that's not that's nine in a row right there. Uh yeah, you're right. The, and then the Bulls, that's 10 in a row, I think. I think 10. And then it may come to an end on Christmas Day, a Christmas miracle or a Christmas miracle. So all we Whoa. want for
1: Christmas is a possible 11th straight win. Is that what we're talking about? Is that what we're yeah. going for?
0: So Nick's out of this
1: is predicting 11, an 11-game 11 win streak. Is that where we're going with this?
0: That's where we're going with this.
1: That would be crazy. You know what? are do it. we get a Hot take. Knicks are winning 11 games in a row.
0: Yo, if we win eleven games in a row, we will be twenty-eight and thirteen. I'm here for it. We will be twenty-eight and thirteen. I don't know the standings right now. Who right now has a record like that?
1: Twenty-eight and thirteen. Let me check.
0: NBA. Look it up. Look it up right now. NBA ranking. East. Because okay, the Bucks. Are twenty one and eight. The Celtics
1: are twenty two and nine, and in the West, the Grizzlies are nineteen and ten, the Pelicans are eighteen and eleven. Bro, I it,
0: it could be done. I think it could be done. We can jump. We could literally jump ship to fourth seed if if Nets and the Sixers uh lose. Yeah. Especially if they, especially if the Sixers lose to us, on Christmas Day.
1: Yeah. I'm going for it, bro. Now, 11, 11 straight wins. I'm
0: sure. I'm sure we're gonna. I'm sure we're gonna get a lot of hate. You know, a lot of people to say they, they ain't no way in hell. But listen, people were saying there ain't no way in hell we was gonna win three games in a row. Ron, seven.
1: I think this could be done. I think eleven straight could be done.
0: If eleven straight is done, Stevie, consistency is there. Bro, we have found the consistency.
1: If we Go to State, we're doing eleven straight. I'm saying it now because Golden State is going to be the trap game, in my opinion, despite the fact that Curry's out. But at the same time, Wiggins is out, so that puts a hole in their perimeter defense. and We might take advantage of that. You know what I mean? I think our trap game. Especially considering the fact that Jalen Brunson is hot right now. And Jordan Poole's not known for his defense.
0: So, okay, even – let's say this. Even if they were to lose one game out of this out of this thing, that means we would be one, two, three, four, so 8 9 10 11. We would be 10 and 1.
1: That's fine. To my last 10 and 10 to the last 11. Yes. That's fine, but I'm I'm I'm, I'm going for wicked. the 11 straight, bro. I'm taking that bet. 10 and
0: 1. That's okay. But yo bro, I want the 11 and 0. All I want for Christmas is seven, is eleven and zero. That's it. I want my presence, Santa. I want it now.
1: And I'm not gonna sleep on the Bulls either. They may want revenge. That,
0: that's sleeping. gonna be
1: revenge game for them. Like this. Nah, don't. Charming Ultra Ultrasoft. Nah. See? Remember you said
0: that, bro. <laughs> and you're on record saying that too. I am I am on record. Okay. We need to whip the bars. We need to whip the Rose's ass one more time so he could be like, you know what? I might want to come to this team. Hey, it's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> but yo, listen, episode eighty in the books, man. Don't want to keep you guys any much longer. It's kind of a lengthy episode. I didn't even think it was gonna be this long of an episode, but I hope you guys learned something in this overview. Hope we put perspectives. Yo, pins. Um, look out on the social media on all social medias: Instagram, Twitter. Sorry, it's not that clear. Um, yeah,
1: it's my lighting. I apologize. No problemo. I got the back too Uh, though, bro. Like just so y'all can see the quality, bro. It's not rubber, it's not rubber clips. These are the butterfly joints.
0: That shit is real. You got high
1: quality pins, man.
0: That's official tissue right there. But yeah, yo, so website website is in the making. Almost done. Now that we got the pins, we could definitely move forward with the process. So I say the the website is gonna be up and running sometime this week. So just stay tuned. Really? Yeah, I believe you didn't so, tell me man.
1: that. Oh shit. That's great to hear. Website comes no, no, through. Yeah.
0: All I needed, all I needed was the pins to come through. So, you know, now now we're there. Uh I just gotta fix the about page. You know, it looks a little cheesy. <laughs> um, yeah, we gotta start yo, somewhere. But, but yo, yeah, listen man, Nick's Anonymous is growing. We got merch, we got website. We're doing shows all over. Yo, we're gonna be doing live live uh, episodes soon. We're having guests, you guys call-ins. Um, yo, one
1: day we're gonna do a show in a bar. That's that's my goal. I wanna eventually do a live show at a bar while we watch a game.
0: That'll be dope. That'd be pretty cool. Nice little booth. That'd be dope. And have people come in every now and then, like, yo, come talk, Nate. That'd be dope. Yeah, yeah it can be done. Yo, it can be done. Stay tuned, man. Yeah, stay tuned. Listen, because at the end of the day, we are the people's voice. And, and we, we have are nothing, nothing without
1: the mother. I uh, keep it PG Without the people
0: Yo honestly That's another thing too I gotta cut back On my curse a little bit I did slip up a couple Of times this episode but but We don't curse that limit, much
1: I'll say I that limited. You know what I mean uh, If you want I don't mind cutting down But we don't curse that much
0: Nah yeah we, we could cut down Family friendly You know We gotta respect All the little youngins Out there that might be watching yeah, Do not repeat yo. Any of the words we say And do not blame us If your parents catch you Yeah It's not my fault Facts this is my disclaimer. Sorry, it has to be at the end of the video. Stay enraged. But yo, we love you guys. Nix Anonymous family. We love everybody. Um, shout out to you guys. I am LJ. Speedy in the building. We are Nix Anonymous. And we will see you guys on- on Christmas. next week.